Welcome to the Love What You Create podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Mendoza-Jones, and I'm here to help you create the business you know you're here to create without stressing yourself out, going into mind drama, or burning yourself to a crisp. Instead, I'll teach you how to trust in your innate value, own your gifts, share them with the world, and magnetize clients, money, and opportunities towards you from your natural state. What does that mean? It means knowing that you belong in this room exactly as you are. It means the world needs all of you to show up, no perfection needed. And it means you're in exactly the right place, here with me. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hey, hey, I hope you've had a good week. I hope that you are being gentle and loving and kind to yourself, whatever you're moving through. We're all, we're all moving through something right now, I think, or multiple things. So, I mean, aren't we always, but I feel like especially at the moment with everything happening in the world and in our inner worlds and our outer worlds, it just feels like a time of people moving through a lot and holding a lot and processing a lot. So this episode might actually really help you with that. Um, But I just wanted to send that love to you first. So what I want to talk to you today about is when you can't close loops or how to, how to close loops. And you might feel like this applies in your business, in your life, probably a little bit everywhere. I know for me specifically, it comes up a little bit more in business, uh, especially since becoming a mom where I don't always get to just stay at my desk and until the loop is closed, you know, like until I finish the thing I want to finish or, um, work on the project I want to work on, like completely in my own time, in my own way, in my own, I mean, I can always do it my own way, but like not always in my own time. And, you know, when I, I remember when I started working during naps, when I became a mom, I was like, Oh, I can't, I can't just close the loops on the things I'm doing whenever I want. And I had to do a lot of work on myself to let some loops stay open for longer than I would have initially liked them to, or originally liked them to. So that's a thing we're going to talk about today of some loops are going to just have to stay open for a little bit longer than you, than you'd like them to. And that's okay. But we are also going to really discuss how to close the loops and how to do it in a way that is loving and light on your system. So it doesn't matter where you're at, whatever life stage you're at, if you have kids, if you don't, if they're little, if they're bigger, all of us, all of us love to close loops. Like how good does it feel? And when I say close loops, what I mean is, you know, complete, complete a task, sign something off, tick something off your list, like process it, complete it. It's done. It's whole, it's finished. You get to put it to the side or closing that loop helps you move into the next step of it. It makes us feel like we're progressing, we're moving forward or upwards, or we're going deeper, or we're more aligned, or we are just becoming more of ourselves, we're stepping into more of what we want for ourselves and who we want to be. Like it goes so much deeper than just I'm ticking something off my to-do list. It's like this feeling of I like I've done this, I've said yes to myself, I'm doing something beautiful for myself, and I get to now move into the, onto the next piece of this puzzle for myself because I've, I've closed this one loop. This is done. This is complete. And so I think closing loops is a very important piece of us expanding our self-concept, expanding our resilience in our business, expanding our, our vision of ourselves as someone who 
you know, has this beautiful determination to create and to complete. It's one thing to create something. It's another to complete it and to use that in in servicing our clients, in expanding and building and growing our business. So closing loops is really important. And what can happen is when we are, depending on our life stage or what we're moving through, maybe, you know, as I started the episode, maybe there's just like a lot happening in your life right now. And closing loops is like not a thing that is available to you right now, or it's taking longer, or you feel maybe there's like some perfectionism there, or there's something happening that you're needing to move through, or you're tired and needing a break, or you're in the fertile voidness of something. And so what I want to offer is that you get to meet yourself where you're at. In some seasons of life, closing loops will be like, you just click your fingers and it's done. You get all the time you need, all the space you need. It's done. It comes easily and naturally. And sometimes there's going to be a season where you have to adjust some things a little bit. Your expectations, your scheduling, your the way you show up and sit down at your desk, the way you close loops, the way you choose to keep some open while you close others. So what I want to do in this episode, though, is I want you to, you might even, I don't know, I often listen to podcasts when I'm like cooking or walking or driving. So I don't often have pen and paper at, my, at hand, but if you do, or if you can take note of what to do later or grab your phone while you're listening and jot down some of this, it could be really helpful. I want you to think about a couple of things that are taking up energy in your mind. So when I think of loops that's kind of open in my mind, I almost see them as like, apps on my phone that I haven't bloody closed. Like, you know, my husband will often pick up my phone and say, uh, do you know every single app is open? Like this is eating all your battery. (laughs) Like, I know, I don't know if it actually eats the battery, but it's like, you just have all the apps open. You should close some or tabs on your computer. Like sometimes, you know, when you just have too many Safari or Chrome tabs open, it uses energy. Like it, it, it takes, it uses resources. So I want you to think about some of the apps or tabs or loops that are open in your business. You can jot some down if you want. It might be big projects, small projects, big tasks, little tasks, things that you want to just brainstorm or dream up or emails to send, like whatever it is, choose a couple of them, choose a few or just choose one. What I love to do from here is I love to create a like decide how long it would actually take me take for me to close that loop so let's just say there's an email I have to send or let's just say there's something to respond to or reply to sometimes I'm like oh my god it's gonna take me forever but then actually how long would it actually take me maybe five minutes ten minutes but the open loop vibe takes so uses up so much energy or maybe I want to finish a resource for like, I've just created a beautiful new lesson in the mastermind called unblock your business, where I am going to be teaching my clients how to muscle test themselves to find the priority area in their business where there is an energetic block and then a process to shift, to shift that energy. And so you find the block and then you clear it. So that was a loop that was open because I got the idea and then I was working on the lesson. Um, and just literally because of the season of life, mum life, I work two days a week and some naps. It took me longer than it would have pre mum life. So it was an open loop that I had to, I've got to even now still adjust my expectations of, okay, I'm not going to get that done. The minute I think of it, it's going to take a couple weeks probably. Whereas before kids, it would have taken me like one or two days. Maybe I would have integrated in between and then come back to it. But 
It takes me much longer to do stuff now and no shade to myself. It just takes longer. So, so what can be nice is when you know actually how long the thing will take you, even if it's going to take you longer to close the loop, if you look at it and you're like, okay, well finishing, let me use my example, finishing that lesson, it might only take me 45 minutes to finish that PDF that I want to use. So I write down next to my list of open loops, I write down in brackets next to that, that point, 45 minutes. Okay. How long, what's the next project? Oh, the next project is I'm going to make this up. I want to finish, um, I don't know. I want to create a couple of emails that get sent after that freebie gets, gets dropped in someone's inbox. Okay. How long would that take me? Um, I'm going to say maybe half an hour, try each email, half an hour to set it up and test it. And then I'll just like read through and check. All right. 90 minutes. I'm going to put 90 minutes next to that point. So you get to fully create like the container, this earthing, grounding, supportive, nourishing container of this is how long I reckon this will take. Give yourself a little bit of extra time if you want, especially if you are someone who often underestimates. So if you're like, oh, 90 minutes, okay, I'm just going to give myself two hours. Obviously you can spend longer on it, but the point of it is that you get to look at, oh, I have an open loop. It's taking up a lot of time and energy and like thinking and energetic resources and like emotional resources. Often we make open loops mean something about ourselves. Oh, I haven't done that thing yet. Well, that's because, and we go into like this critical spiral or a shame spiral and it doesn't help us get the thing done, right? It's just us being mean to ourselves. And we're like, oh, it's going to take so much longer and I never get to close loops and I never get to finish what I've started and da, da, da. So if you know, oh, that's going to take me 90 minutes, like, okay, maybe give or take, but let's say it means you can look through your calendar, find 90 minutes, sit down with nothing else to do, nowhere else to be and close that loop. How good would that feel to choose the thing you're going to work on, decide how long it will take and then sit down to close the loop. The next piece of this is as important as choosing your thing, deciding how long it will take, and then sitting down to do it. This is where you need to decide. I did this with a client recently and she found it so helpful. You need to decide what percentage is enough and what percentage creates the energy of this being done. So what I mean by that is if you're someone who's like, no, 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 you don't understand. I need to put in 110%. Like there is no version of this where I cannot do 110%. I need you (laughs) to shake that out and choose a percentage that is, that is less than that. That is enough and done. So the number I threw out to my client was 80% and she agreed. She was like, that feels great. So what if 80% is enough? What if 80% of your usual 110%, which is most likely still like 100%, you know what I mean? If 80% could be enough, does it feel easier to sit down and close the loop? Does it feel easier to actually be in the energy of finishing your project, your task, or even just working on it to the point where like, you, you, you feel like you're so much closer to closing it. It might be a project that takes several hours and you've put it, you've, you've blocked it up into chunks. Sorry, you've chunked it up. Oh, you know what I mean? You've cut it up into blocks. Is that better? Does that make sense? Um, but when you know that you don't have to do it at 110%, we actually open the doorways to sit down and do it in the first place. Because 110%, even 101%, even 100%, it's a lot. Like, 
we we just don't need to do that. I promise you, you don't need to do that. And imagine if every time, you know, you like, I get the image of like a horse coming out of like stables. Imagine if every time you, you were like a horse and you came out of the stables and every single time your rider popped a saddle on your back, you were expected to just go 110%. You'd be so tired and you'd start to potentially dread being taken out of your stall or out of your paddock and saddled up, bridled up, and then your rider jumping on. Cause you'd be like, oh my God, I've got it. Like it's so much effort versus your, your rider comes out, pops on your bridle, pops on your saddle, hops on. Sometimes you go for like a lovely long walk. Sometimes you do some jumping. Sometimes there's like a little canter around the field. And every day it's like, oh, I just get to I get the, this gets to be fun. There's a variety of like intensity versus no, every day is 110% all the time where it's never done. Like, huh, that's a lot for you and your system. So I want you to decide on a number that is enough. Because here's the thing, perfectionism creates procrastination. Perfectionism creates procrastination. So if we can reduce the perfectionism, And we don't want to be perfect about doing this. Okay, well, every single time I do this, I have to, like, no. We're just going to lower expectations. Lower. There's this beautiful quote from Danielle Laporte that I don't remember where I first read it, but I had it on a post-it on my desk for years and years. And she said, "Um, raise your standards and the universe will meet you there. And I actually think that one of the ways we raise our standards is by releasing and reducing our expectations expectations are like strict and rigid and pressurizing and they can be shame there can be shame there whereas standards are like our our values and what we're willing to do and show up and receive so you can raise your standards with yourself and how you treat yourself and show up for yourself by lowering your expectations of what it looks like when you do and by lowering the energy the I, I've written my in my notes here I've written energetic perfectionism energetic perfectionism creates procrastination but that procrastination is not really energetic it's very tangible because you're not doing the thing or you do it like you avoid it or we get distracted so when I talk about energetic perfectionism I don't mean things like um you know don't check for typos like if you're writing let's say you're writing creating something uh and it's a project or an ebook or a workbook or a I don't know an email or a call like something let's just go with something that's written you can do 80% and then you can still read it through and check for typos or check that you're like 80% happy with the graphics or the feel or the colors versus it being like, oh, I need to just make that font like a little bit. It's size 18. I think it should be size 20. I don't know if that color's right. This image looks a little bit like I should do this with it or put there. I feel like there's too many pages. There's not enough pages. Is there too much text on this? Is there not enough? To, I need to do more. I haven't put enough information. I've got to do more breakout boxes. I've got to do, like all of that stuff. See how that adds so much noise? Like that was noisy, that sentence that I just said, energetically, like there was a lot there. So I'm going to shake out, shake that out, breathe that out. So you can have, you can have this like practical process that you take yourself through when you're like, okay, am I at 80%? Is it done? Is it enough? I'm going to check for typos. I'm going to check. I'm like 80%. I've done enough. I put 80% of my like into this and it's enough, right? That doesn't mean you need to set, you need to force yourself to send stuff out when you're like, when it's with half written sentences, like 
complete it to 80% of energetic perfectionism. And then guess what? You get to decide. You get to decide that you've closed that loop. You decide. It does not decide for you. Sometimes I think we think, oh, the document will tell me when it's done. (laughs) No, you decide. I mean, sure, you can ask the document. You can speak to your business. I mean, you could definitely speak to your business to ask. When is this done? How will I know? Can you help me? Like, show me when it's done. And also you get to decide, okay, I have decided that this is this is complete. This is done. And even if you want to say to yourself, this is done for now, I can come back. I can iterate. I can evolve this. I've even said to my masterminds, well, sorry, I haven't said it yet, but the, the live calls tomorrow. So I'm going to, when I teach them this new lesson, I'm going to say to them, this lesson is iterative. It's this, this module that I'm teaching, like the process of unblocking your business, this will probably evolve and adapt as I use it with you, as you use it. And I receive like your insights from it, you know, so this is like a living, breathing. It's a new part of the, of my work, of my mastermind, of the portal of like the process I take everyone through. And it's not static. Like it's iterative. That doesn't mean I need to keep fiddling with it though. It means I can know this is V1 version one. Like think of how many iPhones there are version like iPhone I don't know what are we on now 15 who knows I have no idea but when we got the first iPhone whoever got it I didn't I don't know what number I got when I got into iPhones but the first iPhone we were thrilled the second one we were thrilled every version is amazing so it's the same with your work if you if you think this this is iterative like I can come back to this if I want I don't need to it's also perfect as it is I'm going to honor this work as it is because I'm going to honor the me that I was when I created this and received this information and did this process or even like sent that email. But that you have to decide this is done because until you decide it's done, the loop stays open. You want to close that loop? You have to close that loop and you close it by deciding it's closed and you can put your hand on your heart and say, this is done now. Like it's, you, you have to celebrate the completion of the loop and I think what happens is we often rush into the next. And so we don't even celebrate that we've closed that loop. We think, oh, I'm just going to move into the next thing. I really want you to honor and pause. And you could even visualize the closing of a loop. You could draw like draw a loop closing in, I don't know, in your notebook or your day planner. But closing loops, as I said, it's so important for our feeling of like, and I don't mean, when I say progress, I don't mean linear, perfect, like just going up, 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 up. I mean, just the the progression of like who we are and what we're learning and deepening and us feeling like we're making tracks in our work and in our message and by, you know, whatever it is. And closing a loop might be like, oh, I just need to sit down and do some journaling. There's something here for me to journal. That's a loop that is inviting you into the circle of it. It's inviting you in. And it's up to you to be in that energy. This Think of it like this. It's a loop. It's cyclic. It's seasonal. It wants you to be in it, move through it, close it, and move on to the next. So when you are in a loop, you are in the season, in the circle, in the cycle of a project, of a work, of a task, of an energy, of something to do, to integrate, to receive, to release, to celebrate, to deepen, whatever it is. You need to move through the season and cycle of that. You need to be like, 
this is, I'm in this and now it's done. And then you get to move on to the next. And if we think about us spiraling through things, well, guess what? You might come back to that loop in a little bit. Emails, inboxes, that's a loop. There's always going to be, you get to inbox zero, guess what? You're going to get all the replies to the emails you just replied to. And so you're going to get more. You're going to get into that loop again. So there are some loops that we know. I'm just, This is going to come back all the time. And then there are some loops that we're, we get to close and just move on to the next. So there's also playing with that of like, what's the loop that's going to come back and that, you know, might not, not stay open, but I'm going to anticipate this will reopen. Even like this sounds so random, but like the dishwasher, that's a loop that's going to open and close and open and close and open and close. Every time you fill the dishwasher, set the dishwasher, unpack the dishwasher, fill the dishwasher. (laughs) Like that's, that's a loop. And sometimes that feeling of like, Oh, I've got to unpack the dishwasher is a loop that's, that needs to be closed. That's taking up energy. Right. And sometimes we could just decide the dishwasher is always going to need, you know, like I'm going to be doing that for all the rest of my life. So I'm going to not use my resources on kind of like, I don't want to say stressing, but I'm going to honor the the loops that are going to keep coming up and not make that a problem. And then I'm going to also look at the loops that are maybe a little bit more in my like creative fun control, like creating lessons for your course or um, meditations for something or creating resources for your private clients or whatever it is. So there are lots of ways to work with closing loops, being in loops, opening loops, um, all of that. So I hope, I hope that has been helpful. I personally find that when I am, when I'm really clear on how long I think a loop will take me to close and I go into it knowing I don't have to do this in egg words at a, you know, 110, 110% or so, so, so perfectly. I can just do this enough. Like enough is okay. Enough is great. And as I write in a line that unstoppable done is better than perfect, especially when perfect means nothing gets done. So drop, remember, drop those expectations, raise your standards within yourself. Remember that you don't need energetic perfectionism because that perfectionism creates procrastination, which lives in the real world. You get to decide it's closed. This is done. You get to celebrate that completion. You get to pause and visualize that loop closing and then do something in between starting the next loop. Go for a walk have a break, have some tea, do a little dance in your office or in your kitchen, have a shower, like maybe work is done. And also know what just came through is like, if you're not in control of that time, like let's say you're about to close the loop and then your child wakes up from their nap and you can't close the loop anymore. Trust that you have done enough and that you will get create and receive more time to close that loop in good time you will have more, you are moving towards more time to close that loop. And there is no problem with that loop being open when you know you're coming back to it. I'm coming back to this. I'm going to close this loop. It get You get to remove a lot of that, um, like the, 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 the app using energy that you, you get to release that when you're like, I'm going to come back to this. So I really hope that's been helpful. Feel free to come over to my DMs in Instagram or shoot me an email and let me know if anything dropped in, how you feel. Um, I'd love to know. I love hearing from you with these episodes. Now, a little PS. If you'd love to come and do this work with me, 
come over to my Instagram, send me a DM. I'll share my current coaching menu with you, or you can head straight to the link in my show notes and check out my current offerings. We will blend deep belief work with clear, creative and congruent body-based strategy. We always work, as you would know, with your energy, with where you're at and never against it. We'll do beautiful block clearing work. We'll clarify and distill whatever is needed in your business. So your offers, your pricing, we'll connect with your best fit clients. We'll work on whatever you are, whatever feels like it's getting in the way, whatever low belief baggage is getting in the way of you taking the action you want to take to create the results you want to create. We do all of that work together. And I really believe that you can change the trajectory of your business with way less effort than you think. I believe you can let go of years of shame and like belittling of yourself in your business or the low belief baggage this makes you carry so much more effortlessly than you think. It's sometimes this tiniest realizations or shifts or releases that create the biggest change and flow in our minds, in our bodies, in our beings, in our businesses. So come over, either DM me and we can chat about the possibilities or head to the link in my show notes and have a look at my current offerings. Any questions, if you want to jump on a Zoom chat to chat with me about this and what this could look like for you, for us together, please let me know and we can set that up. All right, lots of love to you. I hope you have a beautiful week and I'll catch you on the next episode. If you liked that episode, you will love my free workshop on how to download your divine business plan. This workshop will help you see what gems your business has in store for you and give you so much more confidence about how to communicate with your business to receive the guidance, insight and intuitive instructions on your next step. The replay is available for you right now via the link in my show notes. And once you've tuned in or if you just want to share something that's landed for you on this episode, come over and find me on Instagram at Cassie Mendoza Jones. I would love to hear from you. Okay, that's it for me for this episode. I hope to catch you on the next one.